Hello and welcome to the Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the Little Things in Life. Brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Claro. To know you're the best you can be. In my house, we've got a fully automatic kitchen. Me. And the worst job I've got to do is scrape and scrub that dirty oven. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Promises, promises. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night, and while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. That's a good idea. So next morning, you just wipe clean. You know, I've got a feeling that Mr. Muscle's going to be a good man to wake up to. Do you think all antiperspirants are basically the same? Well, ban roll-on antiperspirant may just change your mind. Take effectiveness, for instance. Tests have shown that Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant will actually help stop wetness better than most leading sprays. Make your own test soon. Pick up a bottle of Ban Roll-On, and you may discover what we've shown in tests. Ban Roll-On Antiperspirant, proof that not all antiperspirants are created equal. Could I talk to you for a minute? Well, now, let's see. I'm sitting here reading the evening paper in my own home, and my wife asks to speak to me. Uh, yes. Yes, I think I can allow you a minute. Oh, stop it. Uh, what's your problem, honey? <laughs> it's not mine. It's Aunt Maggie's. All right, what's her problem? Well, should she or should she not give Maynard Blake something for Christmas? Well, it's up to her. No, it's not entirely up to her. We wanted to get a man's point of view. On what? Just what I said. Should she give him a Christmas present or not? Well, that's up to her, isn't it? Oh, dear. She doesn't want to be, well, forward or whatever you want to call it. It'll look very funny if she gives him something and he doesn't give her anything. Well, I can't run down the street and ask Maynard if he's getting something for Aunt Maggie for Christmas. I know. Anyhow, the spirit of Christmas is giving, not worrying about whether somebody is giving you something in return. That's a lovely thought. It's not the way it works, and you know it. So what do you want me to say? What should she give him? What would be appropriate? I have no idea. Men are so hard to shop for, and Maynard especially doesn't smoke, so that eliminates cigarette lighters and ashtrays and pipes and tobacco pouches. Right. And he doesn't drink. He takes a drink. One. Anyhow, being a widower, I'm sure he has all the ice buckets and wine glasses and all that sort of thing that he and his wife accumulated over the years. Yeah, right. And since he's in his 70s, he doesn't go skiing or playing tennis. I mean, he doesn't have any real hobbies, anyhow. Well, he likes gardening. Well, I mean, you can't give him a bale of peat moss or a sack of fertilizer. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> I'm sure he has watering cans and hoses and all the usual gardening implements. I'm sure he does. So, well... Well, what? What do you suggest? I haven't anything to suggest. I don't know. Do you think she should give him anything for Christmas? Well, she wants to. Oh, that's something else again. And Maggie thought of bedroom slippers. I thought that was too personal. So do I. Bedroom slippers? Yeah. She hardly knows him. I mean, she hardly knows him. He's taken her out to dinner several times for drives in the country, comes up here, plays cards with her. I don't think she should give him bedroom slippers. I think that's sort of asking for trouble, don't you? What do you mean, trouble? 
Bedroom slippers are very personal. I know. That's why I'm Maggie, and I thought they were wrong. But we haven't been able to think of anything else. What do you mean it's asking for trouble? Honey, look... I know you like happy endings. You want books and stories and movies all to end, and so they were married and lived happily ever after. <laughs> That's true, I do. You're <laughs> romantic. Yes, I guess. However, Maynard Blake is a neighbor to whom we introduced Aunt Maggie, and he has been very nice to her. Yes, he has, and I think he really, you know, likes yes, her. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'm sure he really likes yeah. her, but you can really like somebody without any idea of getting married to them. Who said anything about marriage? Oh, honey, that is all you've had in mind since Aunt Maggie came to visit. You worry about poor Maynard because his wife died and he's living alone. You worry about Aunt Maggie because she never got married. So you put two and two together and you're already planning in your mind a garden wedding. It's still too cold when the tulips and daffodils come up. I thought when the roses were in full bloom would be nicer. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Maynard Blake is not going to marry Aunt Maggie. We'll see. I'm working on it. Oh, I'm sure you are. And is Aunt Maggie planning on it, too? No, I haven't said one word to her about marrying Maynard. Not a word. But she does like him, you know. She does. I have kind of a feeling maybe I'll bring this off. Yes, I have kind of a horrible feeling you will, too. Why do you say horrible feeling? Well, I just think you're sort of trapping poor Maynard Blake into a marriage he hasn't even thought of. His wife's only been dead a year. I know. That's the good part. Oh, heavens. I didn't mean it was good that Phoebe Blake was dead. I, I just meant it's well known that men who have had a happy marriage are the first ones to get married again, and rather quickly. Oh, poor Maynard. I don't think he has a chance. Not with you working on the whole idea. I don't know why you say poor Maynard. Aunt Maggie make him a wonderful wife. She's a good cook. She's a wonderful housekeeper. She sings. She sings? Roses of Picardy, oh, well. or when you come to the end of a perfect day, or Well, I like or... it. I like it. When I come downstairs in the morning and Aunt Maggie's singing away, she gets our breakfast. It's homey. Not in the morning. Oh, you're a grouch in the morning, anyway. I think it's cheerful. Well, all this is beside the point. Now, what can Aunt Maggie give Maynard for Christmas that is personal, but not too personal? What she needs is something that is impersonally personal. You know what I mean? No. And I'd like to stay out of it. Well, Maynard's coming over tonight to play bridge, so maybe you can sort of sound him out when Aunt Maggie and I get coffee and cake. You know, kind play of Play bridge? Yeah. Aunt Maggie doesn't play bridge. She wants to learn. And you're very good at bridge. Oh, I'm not that good. I wouldn't last one hand in a bridge tournament. I certainly don't know how to teach anybody how to play, yes, especially sir. Aunt Maggie, who does everything her own way anyhow. Get out the card table, dear. We'll have fun anyway. Yes, it promises to be a really fun evening. Say, maybe you know, what's the difference between Miss Clairol Shampoo Formula and Miss Clairol Cream Formula? I mean, they're both labeled natural wear. They both give you great-looking hair color. So what's the difference? Well, the shampoo formula is quick and easy, and a great way to cover that first gray. What's more, it conditions as it colors. What about the cream formula? The cream formula is extra-rich color, and it conditions, too. It's the hair color hairdressers use to cover lots of gray. To make a more dramatic color change and still have that soft, natural look. Oh, what do you think I need? Try Miss Clairol Shampoo Formula. You don't have much gray, and you'll get a fresh, young color. What do you use? I use Miss Clairol Cream Formula. 
I've been using it for about five years. Why? You don't have any gray. <laughs> Does she or doesn't she? Oh. See, you didn't even know. <laughs> well, you sold me. And I suppose that natural wear means the color wears naturally. Right. Miss Clairol shampoo formula or cream formula to know you're the best you can be. <laughs> It certainly is exciting, learning how to play bridge. Who's winning so far? Well, as a matter of fact, Aunt Maggie, you and Maynard are. Well, that's because we've had all the good cards, I'm afraid. I'm not much of a bridge player. I like it, but I don't have any real card sets. Well, that's one thing I do have, card sets. I remember years ago, we used to play hearts all the time at home. Uh, come on, let's bid. Uh, who dealt? I did. One diamond. Uh, uh, one spade. Oh, well, Major can't say one spade, can he? Doesn't he have to say two spades? Uh, no, no, Aunt Maggie. Remember, spades are higher than diamonds. Oh, yes, yes. And diamonds are higher than clubs, and hearts are higher than diamonds. That's right. <laughs> look, Aunt Maggie, I wrote that down so you can just look at this pad and remember. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, is it my turn to bid? No, it's mine, and I'm going to pass. Now it's your turn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just I just don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, you want Bob to look at your hand again, Aunt Maggie? No. Try to help you? No. No, he's been doing that. And I think it's time I was on my own. I mean, even if I make a mistake, I think you'll learn more when you make your own mistakes. Now, let's see. <laughs> Take your time, Maggie. We're just playing for fun, you know. Oh, yes. And it is such fun. Now, no trump is when you have a lot of face cards in every suit, isn't it? Yeah, well, sort of. I think you better stay away from no trump as yet, Aunt Maggie. Stick to a suit, you know, so you have some trump to play oh. with. Well, that's a crazy way to teach her. Well, no, no. I understand. All right. I'll bid 11 hearts. Oh, Aunt yeah. Maggie, you can't bid more than seven hearts. I've got more than seven hearts. That's not the point. Eh, come on, let me see your hand. I'll help. No, I want to do this my own way. All right. I'll bid seven hearts. That's a grand slam. All right. I'm bidding a grand slam. And it's more fun to bid high. <laughs> All right, Aunt Maggie. You bid your grand slam. I'll pass. Uh, me too. Pass. I'll double. Oh, I don't think you should double, dear, when she's just learning. I'm doubling. She's got to learn the right way, well. counting her tricks, but she wants to do it her own way. Well, that's right. Now, who leads? I do, dear. And uh, leaving the Ace of Diamonds isn't too smart, but with a seven-heart bit, I think I'll take my tricks and run. Go on, Maynard. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's my trick. Are you trumping my Ace of Diamonds? Yep, so we're sure to take the trick. <laughs> well... <laughs> I can do that, can't I? Trump higher over Bob? Yes, if you don't have any diamonds. No diamonds and no clubs. So I think the rest are mine, aren't they? I have ace, king, queen, jack, ten of hearts, and right on down. Then I have the ace and king of spades. What? Uh, you have what? Let me see your hand, Aunt Maggie. Let One hundred and fifty honors and hearts, oh, and I doubled an ace, king of spades. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why, it looks so pretty when I picked it up. Just hearts, hearts, hearts. And then the other picture card. Eleven hearts in the ace, king of spades. And you doubled. Aunt Maggie, you did marvelously. <laughs> I never had a hand like that in all my life. Well, congratulations, Maggie. You sure do have card sense. Oh, it's just beginner's luck, Maynard. 
Well, let's have some coffee and cookies. Yes, let's. I'll help oh, No, 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 no. Let me help her. I'll make the coffee. One of my talents. <laughs> and it'll give me a chance to get some pointers from Maggie on how to play better bridge. Oh, no, Maynard. <laughs> As I said, just beginner's luck. I know what Aunt Maggie can give him for Christmas. A really nice set of playing cards. You know, they have some beautiful ones. You two shuffle the cards and get them ready. Yes, all my dear. I don't believe she's never played bridge before. Are you going to be a poor sport? No, I'm just going to get on the ball, that's all. Yes, I think we're better. I'll be darned if I'm going to teach her anything, because before long, she's going to suggest we play for money. Yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> the Little Things in Life created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Natural Wear Miss Clairol, to know you're the best you can be. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.